Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and all of you are here, and Brother Bill and Brother Marshall, and the Lord himself is in our midst because he tells us that whenever two or three of us are gathered together in his name, there is he in the midst. He's in our midst. He's here. He's actually here. Amen. I pray that you've been having a simply blessed week in the Lord. And even if it doesn't appear that it's being that, it still is. Amen? The Lord is still blessing because that's what the Lord does. So we want to welcome all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time it happens to be in your time zone. We also meet on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. And we invite you to join us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. For those of you who are new, we invite you, as well as everyone who's returning, to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest, and then sign in with your name. That's right, sign in with your name. Not Guest, your name. And greet the saints in the name of the Lord, and the saints will bless you as well. Amen. If you're on an uh, Apple device or an Android cell phone, you may join us too. Just use your browser and pull up MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines on a black background. Click the three white lines. They are your link to open up all the other links. And you may go from there and follow the same instruction. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're so happy to have each of you. And we continually thank you for your support of this ministry. We are so grateful to have such a faithful group of believers that really do want to please the Lord with their lives. And it is our privilege and an honor to be used of the Lord to minister to you. Amen. So, Invite your friends to join us. Invite your neighbors to join us. Invite your coworkers to join us because the crowd is going to grow. 
That's right. There are people that are finally waking up, and they are coming to the conclusion that perhaps Jesus Christ is the answer that they've been looking for. So when you come across those persons, invite them to join us. Amen? Give them the information that they need to find us and encourage them. Pray for them. Ask the Lord to bless them and to lead them to this ministry so that they can learn about him. Amen? They may have been to church, but they need to learn who Jesus really is. Amen? Praise the Lord. Uh, I was thinking earlier this week about a few things, and uh, the Lord is going to make an announcement at the end of the sermon tonight. And uh, I would hope that you would be able to listen to that announcement because it's a very important one. Amen? Praise the Lord. God is truly in the blessing business, and he's here to bless his people tonight. We had a very good time Sunday together. And for those of us who may have allowed it to slip our minds how much the Lord really does love us, I think we got a reminder of the love that he has for us and continually expresses on our behalf. At some times, you know, we need to focus on the Lord and his love for us and just open up and receive, amen? Just open up and receive the love of God. It's the most wonderful thing. We are not alone on this planet. Even if people leave us, the Lord doesn't. He's here. His very presence is here. And his love is here for us all the time. There's never a time that we should feel or think that we are all alone because we are not. We belong to him. And he lives in us. Amen? Amen. So we also want to say congratulations to all of those lovely persons who had birthdays. Amen? God bless you. You've been privileged to be here one more year. Amen. That's the love of God. Amen. That's the love of God. And guess what? You're a different person from who you were a year ago. You have grown in grace. Yes, you have. And we can tell. Amen. So we thank the Lord for you. And we thank you for hanging in there with Jesus. Amen. The best is yet to come. Amen. The very best is yet to come. And I continually look forward to the blessings that the Lord has for each of you and for all of us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to, we're going to begin in prayer. There are a lot of things going on in the world, and some of them are a little disturbing. Some of them are greatly disturbing. Amen? But we shouldn't let those things throw us off course. There are going to be more disturbing things happening in the world. But we are in Christ, and we are rooted and grounded 
in Jesus. <clears throat> Jesus is our hope. The person that happens to be in the White House or the person that happens to be president or prime minister or some other ruler somewhere else. Our hope is in him. And so no matter how things change in the world, our lives in Christ have stability. Our lives in Christ have peace. Our lives in Christ have joy. In spite of all that's going on, some of it we can do things about and some of it we can't. But in spite of all of these things, Jesus is still the center of our lives, and he is our hope. And as long as we stay focused on the Lord, we'll be all right. Amen? We'll be all right. Things and circumstances may change, but we're going to be all right. So don't get discouraged because of the happenings that are in the world. We're always going to have happenings. Some we're going to like, some we're not going to like, some we're going to wish it never happened. But in spite of it all, we're going to be fine in Christ. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. This is the most exciting time for Christians because with each breath, we're drawing closer to the time that we're going to leave. There comes a time when the Father will say to the Lord, bring him home, and we'll be gone. It won't be time to pack any baggage. You won't need any. The Holy Spirit will just gather us together and take us out of here. So seeing as we don't know when that moment comes, we need to be ready all the time. Amen? We need to be looking for the appearing of our Lord and Savior so that we can meet him in the cloud. You see, it doesn't matter how young we are or how mature we are. That hope should remain in our heart. Amen? The world has got problems. Some of us have some problems. But God is greater than all of our problems and all of our concerns. He's greater than any situation that we will face. He's greater than any challenge. He's greater than any possible catastrophe that could happen. Yes, in the world, they're going to tell you that this could happen and that could happen and this could happen and that could happen, but God, but our God. Our God is greater than any catastrophe that could possibly be. You see, we've already, as mankind, experienced the flood where he took away the entire population of the world except for eight people. So if mankind has come through that and has come yet this far, we're going to be just fine as long as we stay in Jesus Christ. Amen? As long as we stay in him, no matter what difficulty arises, no matter what challenge comes, no matter what they claim on the evening news is about to happen, 
and we told you this was going to happen, and now it's going to happen, no matter what they uh, bring up, our God is greater, and we're going to be just fine. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's come before the Lord in prayer, because he wants to talk to us tonight, and I like what he's going to say. Amen? He wants to talk to us tonight, and I want to hear what he's going to say. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you in love and humility and reverence. We come before you in awe of who you really are and how close and intimate you are with us. You're not a standoffish God that doesn't want to be bothered with your subject. No, you're our Heavenly Father, and you love each of your children ardently and passionately. We want to thank you for allowing us to be the recipients of your love. We want to thank you for allowing us to be the recipients of your love, your grace, your mercy, your long-suffering, your forbearance. We want to thank you for giving us an inheritance in Jesus Christ. We have heavenly blessings. We have earthly blessings. We have blessings when we come. We have blessings when we go. No matter where we are, your grace is sufficient for us. We want to thank you, Lord, for the love that sent Jesus Christ to earth to be the sacrificial lamb of God, to take away the sins of the world. If he had not done it, there would be no hope for us. But he did. Yes, he did. And even after he died on the cross, and was laid in the tomb. In love, he rose from the grave. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. Such love, such mercy, such compassion, such grace. We're not deserving, Lord. We're not deserving, but we are grateful recipients of all that you have done and continue to do. We place the troubles of the world in your hands. We place the troubles of the world in your hands. And we know that you can take care of every little thing. We place the leaders of the world in your hands. And we thank you for what you will do on behalf of mankind, everyone on this planet. You've told us in the Holy Bible that things were going to work out a certain way, and surely they will. But you're the one who told us in advance. So we know that you still have the whole world in your hands and that you are in control. Nothing's going to happen to us. Amen? We're going to be fine because we're in Christ Jesus, 
our Lord. We are in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so, Father, the eyes of all wait upon you. You open your hand and you satisfy the desire of every living thing. We thank you that you take care of your family well. And from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the power of God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us armor to wear, armor to live in, armor to stand in. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. We give you praise for it. We thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd and we shall not want, and that you continually supply our needs, whatever they are, according to your riches and glory, and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. We know that you love us. We're not wondering about it. We are certain of it. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man and all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We thank you, Father, for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels, and your ministering spirits to us, Lord. We thank you that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that every move we make is under your watchful eye because you guide us with your eye upon us. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and we dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peep, listeners, whispers, familiar demons, electronic and digital demons, te- technology demons, and all of their attacks, Leviathan spirits, their attacks, Kundalini spirits, their attacks, all water and marine spirits, their attacks, all devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, along with pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits. Artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, all sorcery devils in their attack, all seducing, womanizing, and whoredom spirits in their attacks. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. 
We are not controlled by our cell phones in Jesus' holy name. The Bible says your children hear your voice, Lord, and another voice they will not follow. We thank you, Father, that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Our cell phones are not our masters. They're our tools in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Amen. We bind the Havana syndrome, the brain changes, all injuries and remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies and their attacks. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmers, and the seducers in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We bind our hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks and all 5G attacks, everything coming from the cell light and coming from the cell towers, all portals in the computers and the cellular devices and electronic devices. We close those portals in Jesus' holy name. Oh, hallelujah. We bind all EMF attacks and 5G and all their components. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and this Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian uh, magic, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, Australian, European, Aragohor, indigenous persons, native tribes, Asian, all North and South American witchcraft, all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, and we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog. We bind every abomination that is not that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise, in his own eyes, we bind in the name of Jesus. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, confound, 
undermine, despise, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the anger of the fool. In Jesus' name, we bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. That includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against us, and all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, no unrighteous event left behind. In the name of Jesus, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the new world order, the new age movement, and the great reset. We bind the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab, and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, the spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bowel PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, Haunting, poltergeist. Haunting, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You're bound in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride, his kingdom, and all of his underlings in power. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind all demonic blood, human, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. You're bound in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet and his 72, and we chain you all with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' holy name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite. In Jesus' name, we bind the work of the Demole and all associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the layer of the sins. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their harassments, fear, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, 
that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem for all who are in authority and all true Christians. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Lord, for saving all the persecuted Christians in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spear, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and anything else that's being sent to us, and we return it to the sender according to the covenant in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves, all that pertains to us, our property, and we take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or any spirit trying to get into our dreams, trying to feed us in our dreams, trying to have sex with us in our dreams. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ, and we ask for the Father to come and take them away in Jesus' name. Take them to where they belong. Put them in the place that they deserve to be in. And we command them to stay away in Jesus' name. We ask, Father, for your giant warrior angels to protect us and our property as we sleep. And we thank you for the fiery wall of protection that you give to surround us. Amen. In Jesus' holy name, we thank you, Father. We give you praise. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. And we cover our vehicles, the road we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over any entity, animal, spirit, or demon of the roads. We bind lawlessness on the roads in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the spirit of lawlessness on the roads in the name of Jesus. We bind accident. We bind fatality. We bind collisions. We bind tragedies. We bind power. We bind explosions and fires on the road. We bind calamities on the road. We bind breakdowns on the road, flat tires. We bind in Jesus' holy name. We bind 
Erregise te rebrusha te rebra de de dio sundro brokoto arala le dio sundri brisha te rebriki rala le dio sundri brisha te rebroka. We bind all mechanical breakdowns in the name of Jesus Christ. Erogasa yarrokule le dio sundri brisha te dio sate rebrusha yarrokahale le dio sundri rogosa te rebroka pa 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 kushe yarrokisa we bind alaleosunda the mistakes of others and ourselves. Isha bababa kuta erigise terabrosa le diesiki beche terabru arelediosundre abrike terariosundre abrike delidisiti. Isha mama mama rogoleridiasete arelelelosundre abrise terabriki. Father, we thank you that you watch over us intently and that you care for us. We disconnect ourselves from every spirit that followed us everywhere that we have been this week in the name of Jesus Christ. And we loose the peace of God over the people of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, God is on our side, saints. God is on our side. Mm -hmm. Hold on just a moment. Amen, amen, amen. So tonight, the Lord wants to talk to us about himself. That's right. He wants to talk to us about himself. So, amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 5, Psalm 5. And our verse for meditation is found in the book of 1 Kings in the Old Testament. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 56. Kings chapter 8, verse 56. Our featured ebook is Spirit of Rebellion, Deliverance Root System. Amen. Some of us, rebellion has been a part of our lives for many years, many decades. And some of us, it's a familiar spirit. It comes down the family line. And as we grew older, we embraced that spirit. When we came to the Lord, we repented, but you know there's still little places in our lives where we allow rebellion to hide out a little bit because we really don't want to deal with him. But God is saying, no, that's not the way it ought to be. There shouldn't be any place where rebellion finds a place in you. What do you mean rebellion? God says do this and you don't want to do it. That's simple enough. Amen? That I don't want to. There. And when you know you ought to do right and you decide you're not going to do it, you're just going to do whatever you feel like doing, there it is. There it is right there. You're not going to do what you were asked to do. You're just going to do what you feel like doing. No, you're not going to pray Proverbs 
3, verses 5 through 7. You're not going to do that. No, you're going to do, well, I think I'll just. That's what you're going to do. That's called rebellion. And we need to help it to find the door out of our lives for good. Amen? Amen. We all know that Proverbs is a scripture. Yes, given by inspiration of God to help us be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. And we know that in wisdom and obedience and humility, we should do that scripture every single day. But sometimes we just don't feel like being bothered. So we just do whatever we feel like doing. You know, like we had this dream in the middle of the night. And instead of sitting up a little bit and talking to the Lord, we just bounded and rolled back over. Now, we know that's not the protocol, but we didn't feel like it. So we just didn't do the protocol. You know how that works. Amen? Amen. So we're just going to deal with rebellion, and we're going to tell him that he can't stay with us. Yes, you all have been bosom buddies for way too long, and it's time for rebellion to go. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Area code 319-535 and press 1. Amen. Well, tonight we're going to talk about the healer because the healer is here. He's here. He's right here with us. And many of us need to be healed. Not just physically. Some of us need to be healed in our minds. Some of us need to be healed in our emotions. Some of us need to be healed from our past. And on and on and on it goes. There are all kinds of healing that can be had if we choose to seek the Lord. Amen? There are healings that we need that some of us aren't even really aware of that we need. You know, life can be cruel sometimes. Things can happen to people, and it can mar you for the rest of your life. But God, you can be healed from what marred you from the past. No matter what they did to you or what they refused to do for you, you can be healed. The blood of Jesus Christ has been shed for you to be healed. Not just healed in your body, healed in your soul. Amen? Those are some of the most traumatic wounds is the ones that we have on the inside. And every one of them can be healed. You can be healed from those nasty things they say and do to you on your job. Yes, you can. You can be healed from the injuries that your family members have inflicted upon you. You can be healed from whatever happened in your previous relationship. You can be healed of what didn't happen but should have happened. 
You can be healed no matter what the situation is. Even if you hate yourself, you can be healed. If you can't stand yourself, you can be healed. If you think way too much of yourself, you can be healed. Because the healer is here. The healer is here. He's here to heal everything about us if we will allow him to. Amen? So, in Matthew, the book of Matthew, first book in the New Testament, chapter 20, we're going to read the scriptures a little. We're going to begin at Matthew chapter 20, verse 30. Matthew chapter 20, verse 30. Amen? Matthew, chapter 20, beginning with verse 30. And behold, two blind men sitting by the wayside. When they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And the multitude rebuked them. Because they should hold their peace. But they cried the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And Jesus stood still. Hmm. Jesus stood still. And called them and said, What will ye that I shall do unto you? They say unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. Eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight. And they followed him. They didn't just take their blessing and run. They followed him. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt of the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. Wow, they obeyed. The disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ass and the colt and put them their clothes and put on them their clothes and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. 
And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold up and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. Hmm. So the thief comes to church, does he? And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And he healed them. Very important. And he healed them. There are many aspects of this passage that are relevant to our study tonight, but we are going to focus on the Lord Jesus and ask him to open our eyes so that we can see him clearly. That's right, Lord. We're believing you for open eyes so that we can see you clearer. There were two blind men sitting by the road, and they heard that Jesus was passing by. It's good that they were together with the same need. You see, when we all come together, many of us have similar needs. And it's good that we come together. Because together we're stronger, we have fellowship, we have encouragement, we have more strength. Amen? It's so. They needed healing. There are very few people, whether sinner or saint, that don't need any healing at all. Amen? People need to be healed. Together, they kept one another encouraged as they shared the stories that they had heard about Jesus. You see, they believed in who Jesus was. They'd heard about the miracles. They'd heard about his teachings. They'd heard the pros, the cons, and everything in between. And they had come to a determination that they ought to see Jesus. They ought to find him. And so Jesus was coming through Jericho. He was coming through Jericho. There aren't a lot of passages talking about him coming through Jericho. So this was an important moment 
This was more important than any president's uh, entourage coming into town. Amen? This was an important moment. You see, there was a lot of talk going around in those days about Jesus and the miracles that he performed. So those who had a need got to hear that help had come. Help was on the way. You know, some of us are in situations right now, and we're believing God to do something about it. I came to tell you tonight that help is on the way. Your help, the help that you need, is on the way. Yes, it is. So they had put themselves, these two blind men, they put themselves and set themselves to be on the roadside where Jesus perhaps would be passing by. Now you must realize that this was a difficult situation for them. First of all, they were both blind. None of them could see. Neither of them could see. And they had to find their way the best that they could to a spot on the main road where Jesus might be coming by. And there was this throng of people, lots and lots and lots of people following behind Jesus. It's highly possible that they could have been trampled over. But they managed, through great sacrifice and trouble, to find to find Jesus. They managed to find Jesus. They managed to find a place where they would be safe and not run over, where they could sit together and wait for Jesus. No, they did not have a city bus line coming by. There were no cabs coming by. Nobody had an SUV. Nobody had a motorcycle. They had to walk to where they needed to be, and they were hindered by the fact that they were blind and could not see their way. So these were blind men who could not see for themselves, and they had to do their best to get where they thought would be the best place. But this did not discourage them. This did not discourage them. They pressed their way nonetheless. You see, in the throng of people, it was easy for them to get knocked over and pushed off to the side. But they pressed their way anyway. One of the problems of the entitled generation is that they expect everything to go their way with very little effort. But that's not 
the picture in Scripture, now is it? That's not the picture that you find in Scripture. Those who receive the grace sacrifice to receive it. Those who receive the grace sacrifice to receive it. They went far out of their way. They pressed through the crowd. These blind men, when they heard that Jesus passed by, got right down to business. They used what they had. They used their voices, and they cried out loudly to Jesus. You see, some people would still be sitting at home complaining about what they don't have. Well, I can't see, and well, I don't know my way, and well, we're not sure if he's going to come down this street or that or if he's ever going to even make it here. Some people would have been home bellyaching and having their own personal pity party, but not these people. The people that received their healings from Jesus and the Bible They overcame that handicap. They overcame the handicap. They didn't sit there mulling over what they didn't have. They used what they did have. So when they boisterously made their presence known, they asked for mercy. Mercy, kindness, compassion, that's in excess of what may be expected or even demanded by fairness. Mercy. A request for forbearance. Kind, benevolent treatment, not necessarily deserved, but highly desired. They said, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. Have mercy on us. They recognized and honored his lordship. They reverenced him. Quite a different attitude from what you find in the church today. Some show up to be healed because they think they ought to be healed. They don't bother to reverence the Lord who is the healer. They made a direct connection between Jesus Christ and Almighty God. They recognized it. They spoke it, they honored it. They had believed it, and they spoke it. They spoke it loudly. They spoke it in front of the crowd. They were not ashamed. Their confession spoke their heart conviction. Their confession spoke their heart conviction. 
that Jesus was sent from God to them as their Messiah. They had faith, faith in Jesus Christ. These blind men cried out earnestly from their heart. It wasn't one of these, well, I need a little healing over here. No, that was not the attitude. That was not their attitude. They cried out in earnestness from their heart. They were bold and unashamed. They had to have the mercy of God, and they knew it. They had to have God's mercy, and they knew they had to have it. When others in the multitude quiet them down, they refused to hear it. They refused it and rejected it. They weren't going to have any any part of that at all. They became all the more loud and demonstrative. They tried to shush them up, and they got louder still. They made more clamor, more noise. They got loud and loud and louder still. They weren't going to give up. They weren't going to back up, back off, or back down. They weren't going to give up no matter what. They had come to be healed by Jesus, and they weren't going to leave without getting their healing. They were determined. So no one was going to shut them up. Nobody. They didn't care who those people were in the crowd, where they came from, what they wanted. Nobody was going to shut them up. They had determination. They had faith. Fervency is needed in prayer. Fervency is needed in prayer. Our request cannot be lukewarm and lazy. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. No. They must be emboldened with the fervency of determined faith. Our prayers must be emboldened with the fervency of determined faith. Jacob demonstrated this when he wrestled with the Lord until he was blessed. He wrestled until he was blessed. He wouldn't let go. He wouldn't let go. He wouldn't let go. He wouldn't let go. Prayer matters to God. Persistence in prayer matters. To God. These men had heard of the power that Jesus manifested in healing others. 
they'd heard a good report. They'd heard about his power. They decided to take a chance. They hoped that they might receive a blessing too. As the son of David, Jesus was sent to help them and to save them. These men persevered. They persevered. They weren't turned around. They persevered. And verse 31, the large multitude rebuked them. There's always going to be somebody that has too much to say. They rebuked them in order for them to be quiet. You see, there's some people, they want church to be nice and silent and quiet. They don't want anybody to be loud and boisterous and clamorous calling on the Lord. They think everything ought to be so quiet and so this and just everything polite. They don't have the urgency, the fervency, the determination that these two blind men had. They want everything folded up like a fresh linen napkin. But that's not what Jesus responded to, the Be Quiet program. But the crowd could see. Think about it. The people in the crowd had vision. They could see. They didn't have the same problem as the two blind men. The two blind men couldn't see at all. So those persons didn't have empathy with the two blind men because, first of all, they weren't blind. They didn't get it, what it's like to be blind every single day. They just didn't get it. They were too busy trying to keep up appearances. But the two blind men didn't care about any appearances anywhere. They were concerned about Jesus of Nazareth and them. They had to receive from Jesus. It was critical. They were desperate. They refused to be discouraged by anyone or anything or any circumstance. You see, nothing was going to stand between them and the power of God coming into their lives. They were determined. In seeking the Lord, believers must expect to be met with many hindrances and different forms of discouragement. In seeking the Lord, 
believers must expect to be met with many hindrances and different forms of discouragement. Faith is not a cakewalk. Faith, fervency, patience, severance, all of these will be tried. Expect that. Regardless of the rebukes of others, these men would not be put off. They were in pursuit of Jesus and his mercy, so they cried out all the more. Many of you have placed your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room once or twice, as if that was enough. But these men kept crying out, and they did not stop. They kept crying out, and they did not stop. Once or twice was not enough for them. Men ought always to pray to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. We are called to pray without ceasing. We are not called to quit. We are not called to take a break. We are not called to take a siesta. We are called to fight the good fight of faith continually. It was because of their bold defiance, yet with humble persistence, that got Jesus' attention. Yes, this time Jesus listened to the loudmouth because they were calling out his name, honoring his lordship, recognizing him as the Messiah. It got Jesus' attention. Jesus stood still. He stopped with the entourage of people that were with him. Disciples and all. He stopped in his track. He stopped what he was doing to respond to their plea. Called them to himself. Before any healing took place, He called them to himself. The saints of God would do well to focus on the Lord himself. Above and beyond whatever need they have. The saints' greatest need 
is the Lord himself. The saint's greatest need is the Lord himself. Yes, it is. Think about it. The Lord and his strength seek his face continually. It does not say, seek what he can do for you. It says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Think about it. Amen? Think about it. We are called to come boldly. We are called to come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find the grace to help in time of need. They called on Jesus for his mercy. Then they found the grace that they needed. Jesus encouraged them to make known their request openly in the presence of the entire crowd. In the presence of everyone, their business was going to be on Main Street. But they were not ashamed. Yes, openly, in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, out in the open. In prayer, we move ourselves closer to his mercy. In prayer, we move ourselves closer to his mercy. Though some seem to think that the mercy should come looking for them. But that's not the way it works. No, we need to draw nearer to the Savior himself and in so doing to his gift salvation as well. That's right. We need to draw nearer. Nearer. Sometimes in our attitudes and in our thoughts, we're too far away. Yes, he's in us, but we're preoccupied with everything else. He needs to be enthroned in our praises. 
He needs to be enthroned in our praises, not because he needs them, but because he is due them. He deserves them. He is worthy of our praise. So, these were poor men. They weren't the CEOs of anything. They didn't know what Fortune 500 meant. They didn't even have sheep of their own. These were poor men. But they made no mention whatsoever of that. They didn't even bring it up. They asked instead that their eyes be made open. I wonder how many of us in that position would have mentioned the financial situation before the eye situation. Only you can answer that. They made no mention of their financial condition and their poverty. It's not even brought up. Many of us should ask the Lord to heal our spiritual blindness that we might see him better. Many of us should ask the Lord to heal our spiritual blindness that we might see him better. If we could but understand how blind we still are to who he really is, if we could but understand how blind we still are to who he really is, God has not changed. He is eternal and unchanging. His divine healing continually flows to us from within himself. There is a flow of Christ's divine life and power that has been released, and it is available to all those who will come to him in faith. Divine healing is part of God's plan of restoration. Yes, God has made provision for the forgiveness of our sins, but many do not easily receive 
God's provision of healing for their bodies or healing for their minds or healing for their emotions or healing for their past or healing for any number of reasons. Divine healing and forgiveness of sins are both part of the salvation that God has planned for us through Jesus Christ. You see, there are people, it's okay with them to receive salvation. But that healing thing, they can't quite get with that. They have this hard time conceptualizing that the healing comes from the same one who saves. And just as the salvation flows, the healing flows as well. They have this this hindrance, this block, this area of unbelief. Would he do it for me? Would he do it for me? I've heard about him doing it for so-and-so, but would he actually do it for me? But, you know, I've had this condition for too long. It's been this way, and I've just gotten used to it. And so we sit down, and we aren't pressing forward anymore in that area. We're not actively believing the Lord for healing. We're just accepting it instead of pressing in. But you see, these men didn't do that. It was obvious that they had been blind for some time, but that didn't stop them. How long they had been blind was no longer an issue. How they became blind was no longer an issue. How many times they'd been to see somebody who said they had this and they they still weren't healed, it was no longer an issue. How many times they called out to God, if you would just heal me, it was no longer an issue. Because here was Jesus from Nazareth, the son of David. He was here. And he could heal. You know, there's some of us that are carrying wounds on the inside. We know that Jesus can heal us. But we've been hesitant to approach him that way. Sometimes we just don't want him to pick that scab off because we know that's painful. Sometimes we just want to run away from it and we really don't want to deal with it. Sometimes we just throw our hands up in frustration and say, well, it's been that way all this time and I've made it this far. I'll be all right not what Jesus is saying. 
He's saying, I am here to heal you. Some of it, we've had it for so long, we pushed it back in the recesses of our mind. It's in some little cubby hole in the back in the dark somewhere. And we don't want to go back there trying to go through all of that stuff and jump from the past to pull it out in front of Jesus. And certainly not in front of a crowd. It's too embarrassing. It's too humiliating. We're too ashamed. We're too full of guilt still. We feel unworthy. So, divine healing and forgiveness of sins are both part of the salvation God has provided for us through Jesus Christ. Divine healing is the flow of God's very life. His power being released to break the bondages of sickness and disease to bring healing and restoration. You know, sometimes you've you've gotten used to your problems and it's been with you too long. But God has not changed. He still wants to heal you. Yes, it happened when you were a child, but he still wants to heal you. Divine healing is not separate from salvation. It was provided for in the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It is God's will to heal you. It's his ardent desire to heal you. 3 John 2. 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 12. Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 12. Came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man 
full of leprosy, who, seeing Jesus, fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Saying, Lord, if you want to, you can make me clean. And he put forth his hand. Jesus did. You have to understand, he had a skin disease that was contagious. It was highly contagious. And nobody was going to touch this man. In fact, he had to shout, unclean, unclean. If people were approaching him in daily traffic. But Jesus put forth his hand and touched him. You see, this man was an untouchable. But Jesus touched him, saying, I will. I will. Be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. God wills to make us clean. Clean on the inside, too. You know, there's some people, they lived a pretty uh, rough life when they were in the world. And they'll never tell you about it because they're too ashamed of the things they did. They'll never tell you their full testimony and the reason they, they praise the Lord so adamantly because they're just too ashamed of who they used to be. But you see, Jesus wants to touch you and make you clean. On the inside, as if you had never sinned. All of those things that took place in the past wiped away. Jesus said, I will be thou clean. Some of us, after we came to the Lord, we got weak in temptation, and we went back to what we were doing before. And when we finally came to ourselves, we came back. But we still have that guilty feeling of the things we did wrong. Jesus says, I will. Be thou clean. Some of us are carrying too much of a load of guilt about something. Guilt and shame. But Jesus says, I will. Be thou clean. Jeremiah. Chapter 30, Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 17. Jeremiah, 
chapter 30, verse 17. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wound, the Lord. Because they call thee an outcast. Jesus says, I will restore. Jesus says, I will heal. They rejected you. Jesus said, I will restore. Jesus said, I will heal thee. Psalm 103, verse 3. Psalm 103, verse 3. Speaking of the Lord, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. All thy diseases. All the things that aren't right. You see, some of us still have Jesus in that pigeonhole we talked about not too long ago. We can believe him to do this and to do that, but not to do this 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 overhaul that we're talking about tonight. Oh no, that's too much. Well Saint, I'm here to challenge you. Oh yes he can. He can and he will. Oh, yes, he can. He knows where the dirt is hidden. He knows where it was buried. And he knows how to get it out of you. This is the same God that says, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. This is the same father who pities his children and has compassion on them. This is the same God who redeems your life from destruction and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Same God. He saved your soul. He can heal you and make you whole. Even in the places that you don't know you're hurt. Amen? Even in the places where you don't know you're hurt. You went through that battle, and you came out with a few scars. But he can heal those scars, you know. And you say to yourself, oh, all of that was healed a long time ago, and I'm over that now, and blah, 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 until something comes by and it just hits that certain place in you. And then it all comes back up again. Let the Savior in. 
Let the healer in. Let him in. You know you've been doing fine for the past 10 years. Then something happens, boom, and then all of that stuff comes flying back up again that you thought was long gone. He's still God, saints. He he knows where it is, and he's here to heal us. There are no limitations on God's divine healing power. To receive your healing, you must fix your eyes on Christ, Jesus Christ, your healer. So, saints, the Lord has a fast coming up for us. It will begin on Saturday, April 9th, at 12.01 a.m., your time zone. It will begin on Saturday, April 9th, at 12.01 a.m., your time zone, Continually, continuously through Saturday, April 16th at midnight, your time zone. Continuously through Saturday, April 16th, midnight at your time zone. Our focus, for those of you who can't remember what the focus is, I'm saying it again. Our focus will be healing in our own lives will be healing in our own lives. We will be seeking the Lord for the area in each of our lives that he desires to focus on at this time for healing. Let me say that again. We will be seeking the Lord for the area in each of our lives that he desires to focus on at this time for healing. It will be his prerogative. Our daily reading will be from the Old Testament. Our daily reading will be from the Old Testament. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. Each day we will read and meditate on all that is in Isaiah chapter 53. As far as the dietary part is concerned, We will partake of Holy Communion, water, herbal tea, citrus fruit, any vegetable, no french fries, 
soup, which may feature chicken, seafood, or turkey. Soup, which may feature chicken, seafood, or turkey. Amen? Amen. I think we can we can do that. Amen. And we are going to be praying not just for ourselves, for certain persons of our fellowship. Certain persons of our fellowship. We're going to pray for Brother Sam Owens, who's been hospitalized. Amen. We're going to pray for Mother Irene, who is still recovering and needs the Lord to bless her digestion. We're going to pray for everyone who has diabetes. Everyone in our fellowship who has diabetes. We're praying for everyone in our fellowship who has diabetes. And we are praying for everyone in our fellowship who has a chemical dependence of any kind. I'll repeat that. We're praying also every day For Brother Sam Owens, Brother Owens has been with us for a long time, and he had an accident many years ago, and he's still in recovery. We're praying for Mother Irene, for God to move in her GI tract, amen, and to restore her fully. We are praying for everyone in our fellowship, in our church, who it has diabetes. You're dealing with diabetes. And we're praying for everyone in our church who has a chemical dependency of any kind. Amen? So that's the fast that we are undertaking to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. And I pray that um, you will come to a place in the Lord where you begin to see him clearer for yourself. Amen. Amen where you will see him clearer for yourself. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. I have to start with my praise report. Sunday at church, after I repented and humbled myself, of course, and I was praising the Lord with my whole heart during the prayer after church, 
Pastor Sabrina was praying for everyone in the local membership to have 2020 vision. Well, this week I haven't had to wear my glasses at all at work. The threes, the fives, and the eights don't look all mixed together on the computer. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I just praise you, praise you, praise you for that. And the devil tried to bring it back a few times, and I would just find it and fight it. You can't let him bring any thing back on you with any symptoms. I would just bind it, command it to go away, plead the blood to you summarize. You've got to fight. It is a warfare, saints. But you know what? I just give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you. Wow. That's all I can say. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, Lord. Amy Miller has a praise report. Inflation is causing the grocery bill to go out of control. We support six in our household. So I've been spending three fifty to four hundred every time I go to the grocery store. But last week I was prompted by the Holy Ghost to bind inflation spirit and high prices on the groceries. As I was saying it out loud and <clears throat> you had to be close to me to hear it. We were purchasing what we purchased that day only ended up being $250. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. Dina has a praise report. I'm sorry. She said 289 I'm sorry. I got that one part confused. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. My second set of paperwork has been approved. I put the papers in for the first and second set of papers paperwork last week and the first set was approved in seven months after being denied once the second set took a year and a few weeks a friend of mine went through the same process but both sets of paperwork took two years to be approved i said all that to show the difference between our cases i had a lot of agreement in the global prayer warriors prayer room and i did a, I did all the corporate fasting. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. I got the victory in my dreams. The devil tried to get in bed with me in a dream, but I told the demon to get out. The demon wouldn't move, so I got out of my bed soon after the demon got out and passed by me, and I started cursing and started cursing out while walking by i never opened my mouth or reacted in the dream praise the lord is another example of how fasting works by building up your inner man the lord is teaching us to be more christ-like in keeping our mouth shut as he is personally telling me not to be rash with my praise the lord praise the lord and amy has another praise report i was reminded that this praise report was not given. Praise the Lord, about five months ago, I noticed water was seeping at the end of our yard on the sideway, making a water mess and saturating the ground around it. Immediately, I bound the water and forbid it to flow, and I noticed the next day the water stopped enough to allow majority of the concrete sidewalk to dry, and the ground wasn't as saturated, and it, <laughs> and it wasn't fixed yet. 
it took about five or six days in all to get someone to fix the busted pipe. In the meantime, I kept binding the water flow and protecting it from further damage. Even the plumber was confused on how the damage occurred in the first place. But we knew the water bill was only $50 more than average. Praise God. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. The spiritual warfare works even on water flow. Glory to God and bless his holy name. Bless his name. Gina has a praise report following the fast. God has revealed to me my heart action. The Lord is beginning to open it so that it is in my intellect can pour down into my heart. I'll be able to feel the love of God. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And in case there's praise, one benefit of the recent fast was insight into which foods work well with to give us the nutrition we need. This is a great blessing of our health and budget. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Gina has a praise report. Our recent fast has been a more powerful one personally. The Lord revealed a deep root of fear of punishment. The spirit, of course, brought in fear of my heavenly father's spirit of of perfectionism being too hard on myself running from myself moving too fast racing my guilt and condemnation because i am too perfect etc thank you lord it will take time to heal praise you lord jesus for that praise you lord praise you lord he's working on all of us it's a long process it is Dana has a praise report. Praise God. Our Heavenly Father revealed some old movies and exercise videos that needed destroying. I was looking for two important items this morning, and the Lord led me to them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And in alms has a praise report. After putting a prayer request last night, and 10 minutes later, the Lord healed my stomach. And I was fine. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. RT has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for guidance and direction on my clothes. My daughter and I had for literally years moving them with us. It felt like a load lifted off of us. We had at least five garbage bags of clothes. There was freedom when we finally found them a home. God is really making adjustments in our lives, shifting and changing some things. We are going with the flow. And the sermons, the word of God has come forth over the past month Our pastor, from Pastor Sabrina Fasting. Wow. Nobody but Jesus. Yes. Definitely been warfare and a whole different level for those breakthroughs. But God, I remember Pastor Sabrina paraphrasing, saying, Lord, will let me poke the devil in his feet until I mature and can do more. He's done more, so many bad things to others. Thank God for great mercy and love. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina. I love all the MIC membership, saints and church. Glory be to God in heaven and, and honor and praise. He deserves all the honor and praise. Amori has a praise report. 
Brother Bill kept his word and allowed me to drive around in his SUV, and the whole time the Lord was in the center of all of it. And now Amori has gotten her full driver's license. Praise you, Lord. She's got her operator's permit now. We give you praise, glory, and honor, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. NK has a praise. The prayer room is working smoothly for me now. Praise you, Lord. You fix that for her. Dana has a praise report. Thank God for your faithfulness and the Holy Spirit whose time is impeccable. I contacted Pastor Sabrina about an issue and asked her for a prayer point to add to my arsenal. The addition of the prayer point and an amendment resolved the issue quickly. Dr. Sabrina's. The Holy Spirit led about financial institutions on Sunday was timely. Sunday night, I needed to transfer funds from my late dad's account to my account. Before mobile depositing the check, I was the signatory and beneficiary on the account. I felt led to check on the funds. Although I had received a statement some weeks ago indicating there was an adequate amount in the account, both online and telephone teller indicated the account didn't exist. I blessed the Lord for not allowing me to write a bad check. Several years ago, an elderly lady who lost her home to a fire told me that this same financial institution claimed that she didn't have an account there, although she was certain that she did but she didn't have the records to prove it because they were lost in the fire. I will not have anything else to do with this company. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for always watching out for me. And bro has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for answering Pastor Sabrina's. The Holy Spirit led her concerning jury duty this past week in amazing ways. I did show up as requested. I was in peace as I traveled there. I had the opportunity to share a chick track and a few words of encouragement with a security guard as I arrived after settling in to read the word in third John, I was called by name and told I was free to go. If I wished being released, I stopped at a store and ministered to a lady and helping her sons with several spiritual issues. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Wonderful when you see God working through you. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus. The anointing is breaking the yoke. That is the stronghold on my finances. Today I received some money, and I desperately needed those funds. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the blessing. Bless your holy name, Heavenly Father. And Trish has a praise report. A while back, the Lord... I asked the Lord to reveal the issue with the car. The hood would vibrate at high speed, and the repair shop couldn't figure out why. The Lord revealed to me many missing clamps in the front fender. Praise the Lord for his love and for answering the prayer. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Shakira has some praise reports. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Due to stress, I had neglected my flat every time. I approached sorting it out. I felt overwhelmed. Last minute, I called my mom, who I hadn't seen in four to five years, and asked her if she would help me. She came over on the weekend, and I thought we wouldn't have time as she 
had to leave early. So I put a prayer in the Global Prayer Wars prayer room, and God answered. I live on the top floor, and we had a lot of rubbish to put out. But we were both getting tired, and it was near the point of collapsing. I sat on the toilet and prayed for strength within minutes of praying. The rubbish collection person came upstairs and started helping and bringing it downstairs and kept insisting we hand him more. Everything was completed, and that man had did practically 80% of the heavy work. Thank you, Jesus. And here's another praise report. I was very behind in my college work, but I asked Jesus. He helped me to get caught up. I sat for four slash six exams so far. Before becoming Christian, I was not going to college. After being bullied and going to prison at a young age, I often refused to interact or go outside. Outside, I accepted a job, and it required that I go to college once a week. I prayed, fasted, pleaded, and asked people to help come into agreement, but nothing happened. So the day when my semester started, I was forced to go. As I got in the cab, I heard the voice telling me not to worry, to bind and and plead the blood of Jesus. So when I got scared, I pleaded the blood over me. The, the day I go to college was now become the highlight of my week. I don't even think about to get good grades or leave my flat again. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that praise report. And N.K. says, praise God. He is letting me understand that I have been in wrong in the main areas of my life. I need to change. I thank you, God, for deconstructing and rearranging me so I can be useful to you. And M.M. says, praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for a safe flight. Turbulence intimidation and fear was bound when the flight ran behind schedule you stopped time so i could make my connected flight the last portion of the flight was calm and peaceful i've been strengthened this morning from a late night you're leading me i can do all things i'm doing everything i can follow you right thank you lord jesus Lord Jesus, we just give you all the praise and all the glory. These are the most wonderful testimonies, Pastor Spring. And now back to you, Pastor. Wow, Lord Jesus, just wow. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. God has been so good to us. Isn't this wonderful? God has been so good to us. And he wants to do so much more if we'll just let him. Amen. He will reveal to us that that we need to know, and he will perfect those things that concern us. Amen? God is on the move. We need to be in agreement with him, and we don't need to become a hindrance. Amen? We don't need to be a hindrance. We need to agree with God and walk with him. Because Amos 3.3 still tells us that two can't walk together lest they be agreed. We want to thank the Lord for those wonderful testimonies of his power. And those of you that are scared to get up here and put your testimony in, well, just bind your scared and come on up here and put your testimony in. Because Jesus is on the move. Yes, he is. 
And he's changing the lives of believers everywhere, everywhere. We're going to go to our guest call-in for a few minutes, and we're going, when we call your number out, just speak right up, area code 813 Oh, that will be me. Praise the Lord. Hi, Pastor. How are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm I'm fine, thank thank you. I am just calling to give my praise report. I put it in, but it's uh, put it in late. So, my praise report is for my Goliath that I slayed yesterday in Christ Jesus through Christ Jesus. I just want to thank the Lord for that. I was at that place, and I was listening to your words of wisdom and your words of encouragement. And um, there was people there, like you know, trying to intimidate, but. Just like, I don't want to say what you said, but I just want to thank you for that last text that you texted me, and I I believe in that, and I just want to give God the glory, give him honors, give him praises, and I thank him for my good marksmanship yesterday and my good sight picture and everything, and I just want to thank the Lord for whatever was going on with my eyes. He just undid it, and then I just was able to do what I was able to do, and I just want to give God the glory, the honors, and the praises, and I I, I can't say it enough, you know, we can't do nothing without the Lord. So, you know, sometimes we get busy and we get caught up doing other stuff and focusing on the created thing versus the creator, and then sometimes we really end up paying because we're the one losing out, not not the enemy. The enemy know what, know what he's doing. He's been doing it for centuries. So he's going to use whomever, whatever situation you have. And I just want to, you know, remind us, including me, um, we just have to stay focused on the creator, not the created things. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. Amen. God bless. And God we're bless. going to all be praying for Mother Irene during this fast. Amen. Every day we're going to pray for her. Thank Praise you. Praise the amen. Lord. The Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for calling and sharing that testimony. God is good. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Area code 407, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Area code 407. Six. Amen. I think they hit the wrong button. (laughs) Area code 8176, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello? Area code 8176, you're on the air. All right, we'll go on to the next one. Praise the Lord. Amen. Area code 818, you're on the air. Hi. Amen. Thank you. Um, Hi, it's been a while. I, I have a couple things. Um, I, I don't, I'm going through like an asthma attack right now and I've been doing so good with that and I'm doing all my, um, warfare and all that stuff, but, um, uh, you know, so I, I just really need prayer for healing for the help for that. Uh, cause it, I'm getting better, but it's been annoying, but, um, I also, I feel like I'm under attack. I've been putting things on the prayer, you know, on the prayer, um, on the prayer room, like all of a sudden, Things are happening, like weird things. It feels like something's like trying to attack my animals. Thank God they're all okay. 
but like weird things like finding a bleach bottle on the floor that's in the cabinet or finding things that shouldn't be there and you know and I worry about my pets and thank god everything's been okay but I just feel like there's some attack um this weird bug like a lot of all of a sudden bugs like this like whether it's spiders flies and roads all of a sudden this massive and we're fighting it and thank god you know and, and stuff but I just whatever this attack is um and then there's um also I had dream and I do and I it's funny that you mentioned the dreams I did the dream protocol I did when I had the dream get up and do the protocol I didn't just roll over and God did tell me he did speak tell me that my in my um in my life every time like that God has given me momentum like he is right now in my life a momentum that he's trying to take me to the next step because he has things for me to do there's always a sabotage there's always an attack that pushes me back and he said, this has been, you know, throughout my life, and it's, it's truth. So I've never seemed to be able to get beyond anything, because whenever, when I was doing it three years, you know, several years ago, God was, you know, uh, you know, whenever I was trying to, uh, there's always this pushback, and I feel like that's what I'm going through now, and God showed me that in my dream, and, um, and so I want to pray for that, because what he's having me do right now, part of it has to do with my, I, I remember you prayed for the autistic friend of mine, who was victimized severely and God is just starting to open up, you know, it's so dormant and dead for a while. And he said just to let it die and let God handle it. He'll open it up at the right time. And he's starting to open up the pathway of where for us to go. And so I think that's why there's this attack, you know, because, um, and so it's just all of that. I just, I just really want the prayer for all of that. All right. Well, we can pray. Let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Arrakila le dio sundere brisha le dio suturu brai riki sile dio suturu brata rakise yarikise da brusha de sendara bruka de dio suta. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we bind every strong man in our sister's life and in the lives of those who live with her in Jesus' holy name. We bind every strong man and all of his agents and all of the power that he's using and usurping in the name of Jesus Christ. We put them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' holy name. And we ask you, Lord, those spirits to take them to the feet of Jesus so that they can be judged. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every every attack of unforgiveness must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, you tried to hold her back all these many years, but you're not going to get away with it this time. The body of Christ stands with her as she marches forward with Jesus Christ. We pull down all your walls, all your hindrances, all your invisible walls. We burn them all with the fire of God in the name of Jesus' truth, in the name of Jesus Christ. She's run through a troop, and she's leaped over a wall in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough those spirits out of you in Jesus' name. Those spirits. Holding you back. Come out of her. Come out of her. We uproot you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
the fire of God to burn you in the name of Jesus and to consume you. Come out of her. Come out of her thoughts. Hey, come out of her emotions. And come out of her expectations in the name of Jesus Christ. By her God, she's run through a troop and leaped over a wall. Come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. You'll not hinder her this time. We break every shackle around her legs and around her feet in Jesus' name. She's free to move. Sister, you got to move your legs when I say this. You got to move your feet and your legs. You can't just take it by words. You got to put some action to it. We're breaking every chain, every chain, every chain, every chain. She's not shackled to her past any longer. We cut her free in the name of Jesus Christ. <coughs> Cough that stuff up in the name of Jesus. Cough that stuff up. Come on out of here. You've been in there too long. Come on out of here in the name of Jesus. We bind every poltergeist spirit in her home in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit come to work havoc. We bind you. We chain you. We put you into the cage in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Father, we release the blood of Jesus into her home and into her environment. Hallelujah. Victory in Jesus' name. Jesus is your promoter. Jesus is your promoter. He promotes you from one place to the next. And you must confess him as such if you want to come through. Yes, he is my promoter. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And you need to have that coming out of your mouth every single day, all day long. Okay. Amen. 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 Be coming out of your mouth every day, all day long. Jesus opens every <laughs> door for you. Jesus opens every door for you. That needs to be coming out of your mouth every day. Okay. He's your promoter. He opens every door for you. Amen. Consider it The peace of God be with you. We love you. God bless Thank you. Love you too. God bless you. Love you. Bye bye. Area code two zero nine. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, it's Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Thank you for all of that deliverance last week. You're welcome. I was Yeah. I was I, I, I wrote it all down and I kept praying and stuff and I'm still doing warfare and I think it's I don't know if it's still the same ones or not, but um it just seemed to come back with the um quite a bit of violence. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, every attack must go back. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have withstood these attacks for years. In the name of Jesus, raising the shield of faith, quenching all the fiery darts of the wicked. There it is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on out. Come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. Free at last. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the overcoming victory through Jesus Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Release your prayer language here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Thank you. Talk to you later. Amen. Area code 210, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Is this me? Yes, it's you. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, this is Tammy. I'm calling for prayer and some deliverance. Uh, I've been experiencing mm-hmm. a lot of stress. Uh, fighting that as much as I can, it just came on. I had my mother, I'm very concerned with her soul. Um, she came against you, said I'm basically crazy for listening to someone that lives in another state and and she doesn't understand what she's saying and what she's doing and it it's it's very upsetting i know the danger in that and um with my situation with my marriage i've asked my husband for a divorce three times he doesn't want one he asked for help and um said that's not what he wants he wants to take care of me and live the rest of his life with me and um i'm just he he got the vaccine and i'm concerned with my health i don't know if that's affecting me or not but it's just a lot and i'm trying to do what god is calling me to do to to be free and and to go where he wants me to go and do what he wants me to do and i didn't expect this battle like it is and um it's just a lot, and um, I know I'm not doing everything perfect, but I'm I'm trying, and I I just need help to push through and and get clarity and deliverance, and that I've got tightness in my chest and my back, and uh, it's hard to breathe. I wake up um, not being able to breathe very well, and it's just very concerning. All right. well, I don't mean to be a crybaby. Right. <laughs> I don't want to it's be a crybaby. Right. It's just. Okay. It's, it's just a lot. Right. right. Okay. Yes, it is. It's major. Father These are major things. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, you tell us to cast our care upon you. So everything that our sister just mentioned and all that she did not mention, we cast upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. You tell us to come to you and learn of you and take your burden because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. 
So, Lord, we ask you to help our sister to do just that, to know that she can do one thing at a time, and it's it's pleasing to you. She doesn't have to get everything accomplished all at once. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over uh, the spirits motivating mother's mouth. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ, and we forbid them to keep using her mouth in the name of Jesus. Mother still does not understand that God is everywhere. She still doesn't, Lord. So we ask you to help her at her level to understand that her daughter is walking with you and that you can take care of her daughter. We thank you for that, Father, in the name of Jesus. We lift up to the the estranged husband. We put him in your hands, Lord Jesus, and we say your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. You're the only one, Lord, who knows every single thing about how things have happened, how they've come into being, how they got there, and where they are now, Lord. You're the only one who knows. So we take authority, dominion, and power over judgmental opinions that do not line up with the truth of Jesus Christ that do not line up with the word of God and the spirit of truth. We want to thank you, Father, that your word to your daughter is what she hears. You say your sheep hear your voice and another voice they will not follow. We take authority, dominion, and power over the stress that has come upon our sister trying to do what you asked her to do. So we bind that stress and we bind that tension and we bind that anxiety and we bind that worry and we bind that attempt at perfection. We bind that in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough all that out. A deep breath and cough it out from your gut. All of this perfectionism, all of that striving, all of that worry, all of that anxiety, and all of that terror. <laughs> Rica <laughs> The comforter has come. The comforter has come. He's come to bring the comfort of God to you. Receive the comfort. Thank you, Lord. Receive the comfort. I bind the spirits that come to pressure you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I release the peace of God over you in the name of Jesus. That you'll do one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Listening to the Lord, following his instruction, one thing at a time. Go in peace, keep seeking the Lord, 
and he'll make it clearer as you go. Amen? Thank you, Pastor. Now take a deep breath and release your prayer language. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for your time. Write you me. too. Write me. Write me at gproom at outlook.com, okay? I, I will. I will. The Lord told me to, and I will. Thank you. God bless. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we... are going to get down to some work in the kingdom. Father, we lift up everyone who has a an appointment or a meeting tomorrow of any kind, and we ask for you to be in charge of everything that goes on at the appointment and at the meeting, Father, in the name of Jesus. We uh, yield it to you and we defer to you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the the work of the devil in Jesus' name. We bind every demon in the name of Jesus Christ, every plan, every plot, every circumstance, every hindrance, every blockage. In Jesus' holy name, we thank you, Lord, for an anointing, a grace to go well tomorrow in all of those meetings and all of those appointments, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning uh, an announcement the U.S. announced on Tuesday that it will send additional anti-tank missile systems to Ukraine. Washington will supply Kiev with an additional $100 million worth, wow, of anti-armor systems. Secretary of State said, I have authorized the immediate drawdown of security assistance valued up to $100 million to meet Ukraine's urgent needs for additional anti-armor systems, he said in a statement. He also said this additional funding brings the total amount of U.S. security assistance to Ukraine since the beginning of the Russian military campaign in late February to more than $1.7 billion. He added that the U.S. and its allies will continue to strengthen Ukraine's position on the battlefield and at the negotiating tables. A day before, uh, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby explained that the U.S. will continue to send shoulder-fired Javelin anti-tank systems, Stinger anti-aircraft missiles, and drones. Blinken's statement came after Ukraine accused Russia of committing war crimes in a town northwest of the capital of Kiev. The Russian troops withdrew from the area last week. Moscow denied the allegations and said the Ukraine 
and said Ukraine and its foreign backers were waging a disinformation campaign against its military operations. Western countries have been supplying Ukraine with anti-tank and air defense missiles, but rejected Kiev's pleas to deliver heavier weapons and aircraft. NATO also refused to establish a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Fearing an open war with Russia, Moscow attacked the neighboring state following Ukraine's failure to implement the terms of the Minsk Agreement signed in 2014 and Russia's eventual recognition of the Donbass republics. The German and French brokered protocols had been, desi- had been designed to regularize the status of those regions within the Ukrainian state. Russia has now demanded that Ukraine officially declare itself a neutral country that will never join NATO, a U.S.-led military bloc. Kiev says the Russian offensive was completely unprovoked and has denied claims it was planning to retake the two republics by force. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Baltic states could close their land borders with Russia and Belarus in response to Moscow's ongoing offensive in Ukraine. The defense minister, Artis Pabrikas, in an interview on Tuesday, he said the prospect of shutting frontiers is a matter for consideration, but it should be done only as a joint measure by all three of the former Soviet republics. I do not see the possibility that one of the Baltic states could do it alone, but for everyone in general, it is is definitely an issue to consider, he said. He echoed a statement by the foreign minister of neighboring Lithuania, a country which borders the Kaliningrad enclave, and unlike Latvia and Estonia, does not have a common border with Russia's main main territory. The foreign minister emphasized on Monday that a decision on border closures is not one that any Baltic country could make on its own. Thus, he argued, a European or regional solution is needed. However, apparently there is no consensus on the matter within the Latvian government. On Monday, Minister of Interior expressed doubt that Latvia would be able to fulfill Kiev's request to close its borders with Russia and Belarus. Many people are fleeing Ukraine via Russia and Belarus, therefore the closure of borders now would not be very realistic, she argued. I can't imagine how we can do that and help these people at the same time, the Interior Minister added. Since the beginning of Russia's offensive against Ukraine and all these other countries, have constantly called on their partners to strengthen sanctions on Moscow and take their own measures in this regard. Amen. Uh, All right. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a proposed bill to bar criminal prosecution in the suspicious death of an unborn or newborn baby was passed by a state assembly committee on April 5th. Buffy Wicks, a Democrat in Oakland, introduced Bill Assembly Bill 2223 to prevent pregnant women from being prosecuted for either terminating a pregnancy 
or losing their baby, she said during an April 5th Judiciary Assembly Committee meeting. AB 2223 is intended to protect against the criminalization of pregnancy outcomes, and people should not be subject to prosecution for any tragic situation that may happen during the pregnancy, she said. The bill would prohibit holding a person, the mother or health care provider, responsible for miscarriage, stillbirth, or abortion, or perinatal death of a baby based on their actions or omissions related to the pregnancy, according to the state legislation's information website. Though the bill doesn't give a precise definition of perinatal, it commonly entails the time frame between 22 weeks of pregnancy and seven days after birth, according to the committee's bill analysis. Existing law requires a county coroner to investigate the death of an unborn or newborn baby after 20 weeks into pregnancy, resulting from suspected self-induced or criminal abortion. According to the bill, except for legal abortions, the coroner has to record the conditions and causes of such death on a death certificate, which can be used to establish or support a criminal prosecution. Under this proposed bill, the coroner would no longer be required to investigate such death, and it would be prohibited to use the coroner's statement on a death certificate for prosecution in such cases. Samantha Lee, an attorney at National Advocates for Pregnant Women, spoke in favor of the bill while telling a story about one of her clients who was held in jail for over a year from November 2019 to March 2021 after experiencing a pregnancy loss. Lee's client, Chelsea Becker, faced first-degree murder charges following the stillbirth death of her baby while she was addicted to methamphetamine. Upon being arrested, Becker lost custody of her son, who was later adopted following the drop of her criminal charges in May 2021. Lee explained while reading Becker's written statement urging lawmakers to vote in favor of the proposed bill. If the hospital had never involved law enforcement due to this stillborn happening, I would still have custody of my son. Lee read from Becker's statement. Meanwhile, hundreds of opponents appeared in person or called into the committee to express their concerns. Susan Arnell, California attorney and vice president of legal affairs at Right to Life League, the first pro-life organization in the United States, warned lawmakers of the details of the bill that would allow intentional murders of infants to evade criminal investigation. She said the bill would be blocking the use of coroner's investigation and findings into a baby's death in any criminal or civil action and against any person, not just the mother, but anyone who was involved in any way, she warned. She went on to explain how the bill prohibits coroners from releasing information regarding perinatal deaths, the death of an infant before or after birth. Americans United for Life warned about the lack of definition for perinatal that can legalize child abandonment immediately following the birth or shortly after. If a child is found in a dumpster, can law enforcement investigate the child's death? 
Probably not under AB 2223, the organization wrote in a statement to the legislature. While many beg lawmakers not to approve the bill, the move to the vote to move the proposed law prevailed. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a South Dakota governor signed an executive order on April 5th that will restrict the teaching of block critical race 12 education in the state. The legislation states that the Department of Education shall not compel employees, students, or teachers to personally affirm, adopt, or adhere to inherently decisive concepts. The order directs the Education Secretary to review all policies within the Department of Education to identify if any promote inherently divisive concepts. Department of Education will also review materials and training to identify if any promote or endorse inherently divisive concepts and end them if they do. Such policies, materials, or training should be ended by no later than October 1st, according to the legislation. The governor orders order describes inherently divisive concepts as ideas that are in violation of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and indicate that one race, color, religion, sex, ethnicity, or national origin is inherently superior, that individuals are inherently responsible for actions committed in the past by those of the same race, or that individuals should be discriminated against on the basis of any of those factors. Political indoctrination has no place in our classrooms, the governor said. Our children will not be taught that they are racist or that they are victims, and they will not be compelled to feel responsible for the mistakes of their ancestors. We will guarantee that our students learn America's true and honest history that includes both triumphs and our mistakes. The legislation means that South Dakota now joins a handful of other states that have enacted similar laws to combat CRT, including Idaho, Iowa, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, and South Carolina. Critical race theory defines human history as a struggle between the oppressors, normally considered to be white people, and the oppressed, individuals from other identity groups. The theory is similar to Marxism reduction of history, but slowly expanded in recent decades through academia, government structures, school systems, and the corporate world. Supporters of critical race theory generally believe that racial oppression exists within the United States. The governor previously signed a bill to block mandatory CRT training and orientations at colleges in South Dakota. Prior to that, the Republican governor blocked federal civics and history grants due to concerns over their ties to CRT. Since taking office, the governor has announced two bills that would ban almost all abortions in the state, and sign legislation that bars athletes from competing on single-sex sports teams if they are of the other sex. Most recently, the governor took aim at the power of big tech companies such as Facebook and their influence in elections when she signed legislation into law that bans government entities from accepting outside funding to run elections. The government's the governor cited Mark Zuckerberg and his wife donating some $350 million ahead of the 2020 election to various organizations. 
which funnels the money to state and local officials to run the election in certain ways as reasons for the bill. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, Father, we're ready to come to the throne, and we're ready to ask for these adjudications, Lord. And there are probably some others we should be doing, but because of time, we're going to do these. Brother Marshall, are you ready? By the grace of God. Father, we thank you for your amazing and extraordinary grace and the gift of your Son. And we do come before your throne of grace with the big brother Jesus. And <clears throat> we're putting you in remembrance of your word, Father, in Jesus' name. You said, if two of you are on earth are going to touch anything else, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. And, Father, I bind every spirit of confusion, every spirit behind uh, kind of every spirit of insanity and confusion sent against the body of Christ and every spirit of discouragement sent against the body of Christ. And we do thank you, Father, <clears throat> for raising up many to stand for the truth, Father God, at this time in Jesus' name. We thank you that there are more with, that, with us than with them. We ask you to send forth your angels, warring angels, guardian angels. Father God, even as, as, as was it Elisha prayed for his servant to open the servant's eyes that he would see that you, there are more with us than with them. So we thank you for your angels fighting for all the members of the body of Christ and all those in harm's way, including the children, even the babies, Father God, and all the children, Father God, in Jesus' name, to deliver them from every plan and while in scheme of the enemy, Father, in Jesus' name. Because you promised us, Lord, cut out in Psalm 103, cut out verse 6. Is that where it is, Lord? That's where it is. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. <clears throat> so, Father, we ask for your divine help. You said... Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We're all whosoever's. We take the cup of salvation because of the blood of the covenant. We come before your throne of grace. And you said in your word, in Psalm 75, 1, Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto, unto thee do we give thanks, for that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. And we claim all the benefits of Psalm 91, not only over, the, over, over all the saints associated with Miracle in that church and Miracle Outreach Ministries, but all those who have been deceived for Father, all the descendants of every believer, all the relatives of every believer, not just Sister Miller's relatives, all the relatives of every believer, <clears throat> all those in harm's way, Father God, including those in, in hospital settings, Father God, such as Sam owns. Father, we ask to give your angels charge over each one and protect all those in harm's way, including all the babies and all those cut up with that in utero and those that have just been born, Father God. You'll deliver them from every one of these spirits that want to do cut up child sacrifice. In Jesus' name, we bind every dark and unclean spirit. Satan, you're bound, and all your underlings are perpetually, continually bound. In Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant. In Jesus' name. And it is written. You said, Lord, no man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house in Mark 3.27. <clears throat> and Jesus says, kind of, And I say unto thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee, and I give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Also confirmed for the body of Christ in Matthew 1818, and we bind you, Satan, every one of your underlings, every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy, coming against all those interceding, against all those who have interceded for, will intercede for, including all these situations Dr. Sabrina has just read about in Jesus' name. 
including all the spirits of death, hell, and destruction are bound, coming against all those that are standing for the truth as best they know how in different regions all over God's earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. In Jesus' name, cut out every spirit, cut up a of, of propaganda and mind control is bound. All spirits of cut up a set of a quarter of a can of a set of a quarter of a gate, perhaps that Turgatur, set of a hot tour of a set of a gate of the global deep state. All spirits behind Nazism, every spirit seeking to every spirit opposed to the true faith of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth are bound. Every ungodly spirit opposed to faith in the King of Kings and Lord of Lords are bound. You, Satan, and all your underlings are perpetually bound. Not just those trying to cover up what's been done in Ukraine by the global deep state in Jesus' name. Every spirit of greed. Every spirit of corruption, every spirit behind pedophilia, every spirit behind child sex trafficking, every spirit behind money laundering, every unclean, perverse, and ungodly spirit are bound. Every spirit behind the Azov Battalion, all the spirits behind the, all the Nazis, who never left Ukraine, all they're still there. Fourth Reich, we bind all spirits behind the Fourth Reich in Jesus' name. The Nazi world order are bound in Jesus' name. We cancel our assignments. In Jesus' name, you, Satan, and everyone, every, every ungodly spirit are bound. Every spirit trying to hide things are bound. Trying to hide things from the truth are bound. In Jesus' name, because it is written, the Lord Jesus, who is the King of kings and Lord of lords, who has all power in heaven and earth, who has purchased us with his own blood. We don't belong to ourselves. We belong to the Lord Jesus. It says, fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. Everything is being exposed. Everything being exposed. All the spirits, every spirit, not just Hunter Biden's laptop, all the spirits are being exposed. Kind of like even, the, even the New York Times has to admit, after all this time, after denying, 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 finally starting to admit a little bit of the truth. Cut up a set of it. it used to take a long time for the truth to come out. It's coming out faster and faster. Father, we ask, ask you to hasten your word to perform it. So, Satan, you're bound, everybody. Every one of your underlings are perpetually bound in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory, Father. We don't rejoice that the ungodly spirits are subject unto us, but we rejoice that our names are in heaven. But Jesus did tell us, those of us that he's purchased with his own blood, and there are all those involved here with the miracle in that church, all those he's purchased with his own blood, not ordinary blood, the innocent, sinless blood of the only creator of heaven and earth, the only creator of God. Yeah, there's a little God of this world. That's the fallen angel, Satan. But the greater creator God, the Lord Jesus, who is King of kings and Lord of lords, but has all power in heaven. We thank you, Father, for sending him to show us how much you love us and how much he loves us. Even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood. We're just as if we never sinned. When we're washed in the blood, we thank you for that blood on our lips and in our heart, with the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us and all those in harm's way, not just Sister Miller's relatives, all those in harm's way in Ukraine and all the nations, all the nations, all those in harm's way, all the people, all the people, all the, the good citizens who just want to live in peace. The good citizens in Germany, the good citizens in Russia, the good citizens in, in China who just want to live in peace and not be persecuted by their, their demonic, inspired people in the government, in the military that wouldn't do things that are not pleasing in the Most High God. We ask you to deliver each and every one, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing so. We claim all the benefits of Psalm 91 over all those who've interceded for, have interceded for, will intercede for. Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are perpetually bound in Jesus' name. 
How about that? You, the mind blinder abound. You, the eye blocking spirits abound. Every spread behind mass psychosis. Cut about that. Cut about that. Coming against all the people of the world, the people of the United States of America, who have been kind of fed another lie, just like they were fed the COVID-19 lie. Fed, oh, yo, it's a terrible, horrible thing. Uh, really? What was it? Oh, it was a bioweapon. Who, who paid for it? Our taxpayer dollars paid for it? And they came out of where? Oh, my. Were there bioweapons in Ukraine? Who paid for that? Did my taxpayers, pay, my taxpayer dollars pay for that? Father, I take responsibility and I repent. I didn't know. You told us to render unto Caesar, and I know tax time's coming up. Help us all to know what you want us to do. Help us to be wise as serpent, harmless as doves. That, Father, help us all to know what you want us to do. No guilt, no shame. We repent of our personal sins and our generational iniquities, Father God, including every spirit of just going along to get along, every spirit of, of just trying to sweep it under the rug. Oh, we'll get back in the next election. The next what? Rigged election? Father, we ask you to bring everything to the light, and we thank you for doing so, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for bringing everything to light, what's going on, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. There's so many different little challenges going on in the world, but we don't know what to do, but we're going to just fix our eyes on you. As Dr. Sabrina reminded us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. And Jesus, you are the last Adam. Adam means ruddy face or blood in the face. Your name means Adam, the last Adam. The first Adam, oh, God created us in his image. He that sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Father, we ask you divine intervention, adjudication in all these situations. Those that are shedding the blood of the people, not just in Ukraine, but those that are struggling to get by and all the nations being affected by all these people from NATO putting on these terrible sanctions on Russia, which aren't hurting Russia, but they're hurting who? Oh, the people in the United States, the people in Europe, the people that are struggling to just get food and to just pay for their fuel and pay for their... Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention in Jesus' name by the righteous judge in all these situations, Father God, in Jesus' name, including all those neighboring countries with Latvia and Lithuania and Estonia, Father God. Your divine help, Father God, in every one of these situations, Father God. And even the people in Germany don't know what to do because they get the vast majority of all of their fuel, their natural gas, from where? From Russia. And I think our previous president, Donald Trump, warned them this was not a wise thing to do because they were forced to go green, but they didn't really have to go green because they just get their fuel from Russia. Unless... Russia shut off the valve because the people in Germany and other countries just went and tried to spit in their face. Father, we ask you to expose all these things. Even the people in the Vatican said, hey, we want gas here. We're going to take our euros and we're going to buy rubles so we can buy gas for that nice little country called the Vatican. Father God, we ask you to expose what's going on all over the world and deliver your children. Father, not those that are pedophiles, not delivered unless they can repent. Father, we do pray for those that despitefully use. We pray for every man created in your image. Have mercy on the souls that can repent, Father. Some of the lower levels might still be able to repent. Those of the highest levels, I think they're too committed to Satan to be able to back down now. We know Satan can never repent. Father, we ask you to have mercy. Pour forth of your spirit. You said, in the last days, I pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh. We ask you to do so, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father God, to bring to light this nonsense about this bill that's been forced through in California, that it will not go to the other nations, Father God, to just slaughter children, to offer 
uh, child sacrifice, just like sacrificing to Baal. Father God, his horrendous demonic sacrifices. And we thank you, Father God, for uh, Governor Christy Noem, or whatever her name is, N-O-E-M, Noem from from, uh, South Dakota and the other uh, states in that area that have gone contrary to the critical race theory, which is just a Marxist doctrine, to try and bring division. It's a Soros-sponsored little gimmick to try and bring in kind of a division and try and to, trying to cause people to not know what are Americans, what was our history. Oh, you mean what, we just sort of got rid of our history, got rid of the statues, didn't want to even think about Mount Rushmore, kind of like kind of don't want to think about. Hey, we did have some really good. Well, they weren't perfect, but some people that stood for what was right, at least according to the Bible, basically what's right. Some people say the Ten Commandments are just God's ten little suggestions. <laughs> Like not killing, not lying. Father God, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to all those lawmakers that have been more concerned about having their pockets lined than taking care of the people they're supposed to be representing, even though, of course, none of them were really, oh, who knows? You know, I don't know everything. You know everything, Lord. Father, we ask you to kind of like that, to overturn these, <clears throat> these demonically inspired plans of the enemy to try to redefine human history in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for all the states that are standing for the truth, Father God, for Arkansas and Idaho and Iowa and New Hampshire. Amazing, New Hampshire. And North Dakota and Oklahoma and Tennessee and Texas and South Carolina. Can any good thing come out of New Hampshire? Yeah, I think it can. Lord, there's some good people in every state, Father God. And forgive me, Lord, if I'm being judgmental. We don't want to go there. We don't want to go there at all. You love every human being. God is no respecter of persons. You love all the people in Russia. You love all the human beings in China. You'll have all the human beings in North Carolina and South Carolina just as well. So, Father God, we ask you to have your, have your way with each and every situation. Pour forth of your spirit, Father, because we can't do it, but we know you can. And you said where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We ask you to pour forth of your spirit. We think of the anointing that removes and destroys the yoke of the enemy. You told us, in fact, you command us to believe in the name of the Lord Jesus well, how do we do that? Do we take the cup of salvation and call upon your name? Because it says, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. To them that believe on his name. And you said, in First John chapter 5, beginning around verse which I should have memorized. Help me, Lord, to hide your word in my heart that will not sin against you. Whatever words you want, Lord, help me, Lord. And I continue to commit my works unto you, Lord, that my thoughts may be established. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? He that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God. He had the only holy blood of God in him. He was not sent. He had no sin. He knew, he knew no sin. Forgot about that. This is he that came by water and blood. It says in 1 John 5, 6. This is he that came by water and blood. Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And hath made us 
kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Glory and dominion to you, King Jesus, forever and ever. Glory and dominion to you, Heavenly Father, forever and ever. We thank you. If God be for us, who can be against us? Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are perpetually bound in Jesus' name. I command you, Satan, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, my Savior, our Savior, our healer, our deliverer, to leave alone. Have nothing further to do with all those in harm's way. Not just the babies, the children, all the people, not just Sister Miller's relatives, all those not just in Ukraine, all those in the United States, those in Kanabaskata in Russia, those in Germany, those in every nation. If there are any actual Christians in the Vatican area, any of that in that area too, I don't know, Lord. Those in Italy, Father God, there are some people, and they may have Roman Catholic trappings, but they actually believe in the real Jesus, Father God, because you look at everyone's heart. I don't know anyone else's heart, Father. I don't even know my own heart. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings are perpetually bound. Satan, we command you to leave alone each and every one of these. We're in the state of war, including all the babies. And not just in California, not just in the United States, not just in Ukraine. Every nation, all the human beings created in the image of the living God, they'll not be they not have their DNA messed up with with uh, by pharmacia, sorcery, and witchcraft. All your demonic spirits, kind of uh, trying to control people through computer games and through electronic devices. In Jesus' name, every spirit safety kills, still and destroy. Every 5G spirit bound in Jesus' name. Every ungodly controlling spirit bound. You say that all your underlings are bound in Jesus' name. We, we take authority over you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who has all power in heaven and earth by the power of the Holy Spirit, because of the bloody covenant, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We command you to take every one of your demons of doubt and unbelief away from all those many, many, many millions of people coming into the body of Christ in every nation, in every nation, in every nation. Yes, in Russia, in Russia, in China, every nation, in Ukraine, every nation, United States of America, we thank you for the great awakening, great awakening, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, and the more with us than with them. Thank you for sending your beating angels to fight for all those that are in the body of Christ and those coming into the body of Christ. We command you to take away all your demons away from each and every one that are blind in their eyes, hearts, and their minds for knowing and understanding, receiving the fullness of the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth and his kingdom. Not just the word of God written on the piece of paper. The living word of God. We get to drink into one spirit of your fullness of all we received and grace for grace. Jesus, I must water poured forth. And did he change the waters of purification to wine of the wedding feast? In John chapter 2, he certainly did. Is he the vine? Yes, he's the vine. Are we connected to him? Yes, we're connected to him. We had to stay connected to him. We had to stay intimately, intimately connected to him. It says, draw nigh to God and he'll draw nigh to you. We're made nigh by the blood, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us, over each and every one of us. He loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. I beg all the power of the enemy, heavens, the bush, and the deep, from any communications or power to flow to demons on earth, to all those who intercede for, not just those in harm's way. In Ukraine, those in harm's way in every nation, those cut up the babies that are in harm's way, those that are in, in uh, orphanages in harm's way, that are being delegated to be given over to, to, to pedophiles or any other, those in harm's way in every nation, every area, not just in Ukraine, not just in the United States, not just in Germany, not just in Russia, not just in China, every nation, those in India, those that can be saved, Father. There are actually some real Christians in India where, Father God, we ask you to pour forth of your spirit in every nation, every nation, all over the world, all over the world. Not just South Korea. Yes, North Korea. You are no respecter of persons. Japan, can you get through those who worship their elders? Yes, you can, Father. You can get a hold of the Buddhists, too. Father, we ask you to save those that can be saved. Those that are bowing their knees to worship what? This new God, newly come up from the depths of the earth. What is this new God? This new spirit of pharmacia, sorcery, and witchcraft. The new spirit of, but, the, but it, it's the science. Oppositions of science, falsely so-called, 
Could we bind every spirit of mass insanity and psychosis, mass psychosis, and every spirit of idolatry, every occultic spirit behind the COVID-19 jab nonsense, including effect, affecting uh, the family members of the body of Christ associated with Miracle Net Church and Miracle Outreach Ministries. All the family members, all of our family members, not just my sister, not just my... Oh, all the family members, Father God, <coughs> of every believer, Father God. We ask you, to, Father God, to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. If, if you can still get to through them, Father, because I know they can't necessarily hear human beings, but they can hear your voice. You can send your angels to read the Word of God over them. We ask you to do so, Father, even while they're sleeping. <coughs> Father, we ask you to draw multitudes and multitudes in the valley of decision to the Lord Jesus, because it says no man comes to the Lord Jesus Save you, draw them. Give each one the Lord Jesus. Write their names on that book of life. God bless that book. Those in harm's way, Father God. Those mothers that are considering doing abortions, Father God. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. You did that for my younger daughter. You brought conviction. She was actually thinking about it. You know, I, I really wasn't planning to get pregnant. Oh, my goodness. What am I going to do? Oh, everybody, all my friends say, just just get rid of this tissue. Father God, we thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. Hey, you sent the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to me. It took quite a while. I thought that was just me. I didn't know I had a speed demon, Lord. I didn't know exceeding the speed limit didn't please you, Lord, till the Holy Ghost went, uh, did you remember what I said in my law? Uh, you mean obey the magistrates as long as it doesn't disagree with you, Lord? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, you mean I have to obey the speed limit? Uh-huh. I repent, Lord. I've been doing that for decades. I didn't know it made you angry. I don't want to make you angry anymore, Lord. I want to be changed from glory to glory. We thank you for changing us all from glory to glory. As we look into your eyes, and your eyes are red with wine, Lord Jesus, and you love us so passionately, and that perfect love casts out all fear. We thank you that you love us infinitely and perfectly. And you said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. We thank you for your perfect, perfect love. And we thank you, Father, for engraving not only our names, but all those who are in this world, their names in the last book of life as well. And we're in agreement according to Matthew 18 19. We thank you for saying the proper labors for each and every one according to Luke 10 2 and Matthew 9 38. Pray ye therefore, Lord of harvest, who will send forth labors into his harvest. Father, send forth the proper labors. And it does the local governments, Father God. And you're going along with DRT, those local schools, and all the other world order agenda, Father God. You're trying to Many, many millions in Canada, Father God, when they tried to debank people, not just, not just Mike Mandel and this thing, but they tried to get them access to the funds that they worked for in Jesus' name, including the, the people that were standing up Yeah. 